Hello and welcome to Real Talk, brought to you by Muddy Banks Official, where on each episode our various guests will be talking you through some of their favourite angling stories. These podcasts will be kept as raw as possible, so just a quick warning, they may contain some strong language. With the first episode of Real Talk being very well received by you guys, we're back with another one. And this time, it's one of my good friends. He seems to catch the bigger fish wherever we tend to go. He also helps run one of our promo teams. It's our very own Jack Fairfax. Jack Fairfax, welcome to the podcast. How have you been, mate? Yeah, not too bad. Um, bit of discomfort at the minute. Um, I've got a testicular infection after they've set to me, so... Yeah, a bit sore, but I'm here. <laughs> and you're struggling a bit with this, aren't you, as well? Yeah. Agony, mate. Worst he's pain a, ever. He's definitely not sold the operation to the boys very much, so... No. Just like, oh, mate. <laughs> no, I wouldn't recommend it, if I'm honest. No, well, hopefully the painkillers kick in, mate, and we can get through this with you not being too bad. That's it. But, um, I haven't seen you for two... And it's been a couple of weeks, I think, isn't it? Well, apart from your, your birthday the other week, turn the 30. Yeah, surprise birthday party. Alicia's set up. Um, all the lads was there. Yeah, it was a good surprise. Good night. She smashed out, didn't she? Yeah, it was good. It was nice to see everyone as well. We don't all obviously get the chance to see each other too much anymore. No. But you've had a bit social of social each year. That's when we see each other now, isn't it? When that's it pretty much. Together. We don't do the lads' holidays now. It's just a social, isn't it? Yeah. But you've uh you've had a, a busy busy time of it late aren't you really yeah definitely very busy um we moved house had a baby alicia was diagnosed with breast cancer that has spread um it all in the space of a couple months of each other yeah. so yeah it was a busy last year that's for sure we will get into that with alicia in a minute but um the housemate was carnage wasn't it yeah so it's like like diy really sos um more 60 minute makeover yeah something like that what did you give us two weeks on it from the moment you got the keys to getting it done yeah i think it was about 12 days we was in it was complete turnover of the whole house ripped the whole lot apart renewed everything so yeah it was good absolutely smashed it mate yeah a lot of help a lot of good friends and family everyone was there that is the one thing about our group in it so for those of you that don't know jack jack is one of one of our very good friends He's been with us since the absolute start. One of the first people we even followed on the Instagram page, I think, mate, wasn't it? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Um, definitely from the early days. We did discuss right at the very beginning going together and doing this, didn't we? And, we did, um, yeah. Just kind of, I I wasn't really up for it, to be honest, and Crook wanted it more than me, so he went for it, and yeah, he's doing really well. Timing wasn't really great for you with it, was it? With No, you I got... Had, you just had one of the kids probably yeah another baby yeah we got a busy house you have yeah. got a busy house and even yeah. bigger now you've uh got the big dog in there as well yeah four little girls um and then yeah we wasn't trying for no more so i had the snip and then i bought a new puppy cane corso called bruce <laughs> yeah so this will sum jack up leash wanted a cat and jack got her a cane corso yeah so bit of a difference mate yeah well he's more like a horse he's not a dog <laughs> he's massive <laughs> he's big isn't he? yeah but with, with, obviously, you moved in, so you had your first Christmas in your new house, a new baby as well. Yeah, yeah. It's um, it good times, mate. It's going really well. We, um, we're close to fa- a lot of our family um, and friends, obviously. So, yeah, it's good. It's You've good. Very area. big families, aren't you? Yeah, big family. And, um, yeah, I um, obviously live 
stone throw away from my mum and that now, so it's very handy with the kids and stuff. School runs, um, yeah, everything, yeah. They're class, aren't they, all your parents? Yeah, they are a big help, that's for sure. Your dad comes to France with us, doesn't he, whenever we go, and yeah, gets on it when uh, gets on the trips as uh, much as he can. Yeah, dad makes out that he likes the fishing. I think he just likes the social side more, to be honest. Yeah, well, the there's definitely some <laughs> socials in France, aren't there? Yeah. We'll get into that as well, but just, just going back onto what you touched on about with with Leash and her, her diagnosis. Leash is definitely the strongest strongest person I've ever met. Yeah. Yeah, she's um yeah, she's she's a special girl. Very strong, um very brave. Just an inspiration to me and the girls really and mm, definitely our reason for well, just doing better now. Like yeah, it's, we, um, we've changed our lifestyles, everything, our whole like the way we view life, everything. So yeah, it's um I think yeah. it's done that for a lot of people that's close to you, mate. I definitely um, definitely look at things a little bit differently now as well. Yeah, definitely. You just can't take nothing for granted and just enjoy what you've got. Yeah. Just, yeah. She smashed her first round of chemo, mind, didn't she, as well? Yeah, six cycles. Um, she had one one occasion where she was called in because of a high temperature. She, um, yeah, so, like, she smashed it, really. She sailed for it, yeah. She did. So. And you wouldn't have really known would you no she hasn't had any um hair loss you wouldn't even know that she was unwell so yeah she um yeah she is good she did take control Brilliant. of that and do it herself well say do it herself she let the kids have a go at it didn't she yeah we all had a go at it to be honest yeah seen the uh the sort of video. just tried to make it a fun thing and yeah. um yeah so didn't upset the girls too much obviously alicia was upset she lost her hair but um it's growing back and yeah we're just positive and looking looking ahead just we're not like um i say i said just a minute ago about how we've um changed the way we look at life and stuff now so like the dog was a good example we thought about getting one instead of thinking about it for any longer we've just done it just yeah get get things done don't don't hold back yeah it really is too short mate isn't it yeah september we booked the wedding we get married in april it's like just doing everything just Get it done. We don't need to plan it for a year or two or three. Just, yeah, just make it, you make it special without having to save for three years to get married. Yeah, definitely, mate. That's very Jack fashion as well, isn't it? Get it done. Yeah, get it done. Do it for the right reasons. Don't do it to please everyone else. You don't need to be massive place and all the money spent. Just have a good day with your wife to be and just get it done. <laughs> and I'm sure Alicia's buzzing as well. Yeah, she's at home at the minute. She's, um... She's getting a makeup tutorial done. That's why I've um, snuck out for a couple of hours with Crook and get this podcast done. Yeah, he's done the wise thing of getting out of the way of that, mate, I yeah, think. Yeah, definitely. The girl's there, girl's there as well? No, the girl's gone out to her mum's because um, originally, obviously, I was just laid on the sofa in agony, but took some strong painkillers and then got out of the house. And we dragged him out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, mate, yeah, mate, honestly, like just touching that again, Leisha's been absolutely amazing through this, isn't she? I mean, yeah. We're yeah. quite good mates, aren't we? Like, Jack's part of our of our group. So, and I've known Leash since school, I think. Yeah, she's a few years younger than me. Mate, she's done amazing. She has really. She has yeah. been unbelievable, and uh, we are going to be running a a charity uh, run of sorry, a run of charity hoodies for for a charity that Leash is going to choose herself. She's um yeah, she's still deciding on the charity at the minute. Um, she has got one or two in mind. Um. But yeah, get some hoodies done, and I think yeah. 
when we get them out there. So they won't be done by the time this is out, which will be good because you guys can keep your eyes out for them. And uh, all all proceeds there will be going to charity. We're we're not making any money on that whatsoever. Alicia's going to choose a charity and everything's going to go there. So that's with uh, Steve Pinn from Savage Liner and Chris Conton from Remix Bates. We're all going to... Uh, going to jump on that and do that for, for to be fair we said about how strong leash has been but we haven't mentioned how strong jack's been he's um took on a lot in a short space of time because you had a baby in that time as well didn't you yeah we did um there's a lot of things that you don't obviously know like um whilst alicia was going through chemo so when the baby had her like her um injections and stuff as they do they have two lots of injections. Um, I was having to stay at my mum's for two weeks. That was to um, basically because there's live vaccinations. Um, and Alicia can catch that because she has no um immune system while she's on the treatment. So yeah, everything, everything's been a struggle, but um, we've got through it. And we're just positive. So I'd say you've done more than got through it, mate. I've taken my after a lot of you because yeah. uh, she had some really good, really good news on her last lot of um results as well, haven't she? Yeah, so obviously everything had reduced. Um, it hadn't spread anymore. It's still in the areas. Um, it's it's incurable at the end of the day, but if they can keep it at bay, then brilliant. That's all we can hope for. And that's, yeah, she's just got to carry on. She'll have many years as Mrs. Fairfax, mate, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure. God uh, help her. I'm sure she can't <laughs> wait for that surname to come on. <laughs> Bless her. But no, they've been absolutely class. So we will get those charity hoodies out and we'll get them done. But we'll um we'll let you guys know when when that is. So we're going to move on to a little bit about your fishing, Jack. So how what's your story? How did you sort of get into it a little bit? Um, to be honest, when I was growing up, I was well, I still am now, but I was a little shit. And um, yeah, you know, like you see, everybody is um labelled with ADHD and stuff nowadays, but. Back when I was growing up, not that I'm that old, I'm not trying to seem like I'm very old, but um, I was going off to doctor's appointments and they'd analyse me and they'd watch me from another room, like sort of things you see in a film and they just like watch your kids play with toys and stuff. And um, yeah, I had ADHD. And to be honest, fishing was the only thing where I could just, my mum and dad just like gobsmacked that I could just sit there behind a set of rods all day and wait for a bite. I mean, there was the odd occasion where I'd be climbing trees and stuff like that. But throwing stones. <laughs> yeah, throwing stones, like, as you all do. But yeah, um, so I wouldn't say my dad was majorly into it. Um, a lot of my friends were. And probably the first, I, I don't know how many years, but everything to me was surface fishing. I, I wasn't interested at first, like sitting behind rods or float fishing it was all on the surface. I think I could just finish school, take my rod, single um, single hook, and then a bit of bread, mate, and it was just cheap and easy. Down on the Taunton Road? Pond. Taunton Road? Uh, Browner's Pit, most Browner's. of the time, to be honest. It's yeah. not too far from, your, from where you grew up, is it, your mum and dad? No, it's literally just down the school lane, and I'm there. So, yeah, went there. Well, in the summer, I'd be there every evening. Um yeah, I didn't really get around too much as a kid, getting on like the better lakes, really. Um, I guess I just didn't really take it too serious. And yeah. So you started very similar to sort of how I 
started my carp fishing and to be fair though with the surface fishing it's probably kept you a bit more interested in it because it's quite exciting and you can see what's going on yeah definitely and i still prefer that way of fishing over anything nowadays as well yeah you've had a few fish like that mate haven't you yeah yeah uh, we will get into that on the estate lake yeah definitely but the um so you said about your dad obviously we touched on touched on how good your dad is and uh jerry is an absolute legend isn't he yeah yes he is he uh (laughs) when we done the Muddy Banks Cart Masters at Durley last year. He came up with hog roast rolls for everyone. He has got his own um, business doing that. Yeah, and I uh, I think I was the only one that didn't get one that day. I think you honest. might have been, mate, actually, weren't you? I think, I want to say Grubby or Sam had two rolls, and basically one of them mate, one of mine. I'm pretty sure it was Sam. I think it might have been Sam. Yeah. Sounds like Sam. Yeah, greedy. I'm sure he'll uh, tell you <laughs> if it wasn't him. Yeah. He'll go very quiet if it was. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he had two. I'm pretty sure he did, mate. But your your dad's into his into his fishing as well now, and he like you said, he likes the social side of it as well, doesn't he? Yeah. Um, obviously, he's been on our last couple of France trips. He's coming again in September. Uh, I'm sure we're going to go into France soon. We're going to talk about France. There's he's already got a smirk about. on his face saying <laughs> the word France, but there's something very special to uh, talk about there. Yeah. But before that, we'll we'll go to sort of something a little more local, and we'll we'll go into the Cummich. Uh, to your Cummich journey it's uh wasn't very long was it no i didn't fish it for long at all um but when i did fish it i fished it hard um i chose a swim i knew what area i wanted to be in basically there's a there's a fish most people say it's dead now i i honestly think it is now as well because it they had a bad otter problem they've just put a fence up around it now i think it's a little bit too late to protect the older stock but obviously as they're introducing new fish now it's a good um it's definitely a good thing for the future but um yeah i i knew of a few captures that it come out of a swim called holidays and that's just the area that i targeted all the time um i'd say i fished a good 90 percent of my fishing on in that swim um i had a couple of fish from other swims but that was the one for me Holiday's not too comfortable fishing, though, is it? It's quite an open swim, and it with the wind batters into you, and yeah, definitely the wind does um, batter through that swim. Um, it seems to be a very popular swim for the rats as well. Yeah, always had a lot of rats in there. They're quite big as well, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, and the most annoying thing is probably you had the most foot traffic there because it was close to the car park on the um, on the housing side. Uh, didn't really like that too much to be in a club lake people trying to watch what you do seeing where you're fishing and stuff yeah it's very like that as well isn't it yeah i can be very sociable but at the same time i can be very unsociable and i think a few people got the hint when he was asking me uh questions about spots and stuff and yeah you're not too shy mate are you no like, i just like to be up front and i think they kind of get the idea when um they stood there waiting for me to cast my rods out and i leave them left up against a bivy and I would have until it was dark, until they went. I, I just wouldn't put my rods out in front of people and stuff, especially when I had something going. And you did have something going, didn't you? Yeah, definitely had something going. I um, I don't think I blanked the night in holidays, to be honest. If I did, it was only one or two nights. Um, But definitely if I'd done a session in there, talking like two or three nights, I I would have caught. Yeah, I, I don't remember you not having anything there's always pictures going in the chat on there's some nets or some slings at some point rods yeah, off the rest yeah definitely there was a couple of carnage sessions obviously when I actually caught Scraggly I'll go into that in a minute but that was 11 bites in two nights um, 
and I think I had another hit of about nine or ten fish as well on a different occasion. Yeah, I remember. Um, I do remember a couple of occasions where you had a, a good, good hit as well on it. Yeah, and that wasn't. That was just the the weekend angler thing, really, wasn't it? Most of the time. Yeah, and um, I think what changed it for me is I I'd have people walking in the swim and they'd say the usual, oh, you've what you fishing twenty wraps towards the pylon and. I say, yeah, yeah, that's it, mate. I didn't fish a rod past 17 wraps. I fished short in there. Um, it's actually a swim to the right-hand side that they shut. But that fish is a bar just out in front of you. It's underarm. It's all underarm. So you looked at the water. You try and picture it. All the fish are in short there. They're patrolling that route all the time. And everyone that was fishing that swim was fishing way beyond these fish. Uh, it's very weedy. But you found a little spots in amongst it yeah it was game over really and you found gold didn't you yeah definitely found gold because it um, is very weedy isn't it and, i mean in the summer you can nearly walk across that lake can't you yeah yeah um like i said weedy there and then out, out to the 20 wrap spot that they were all talking about it was just a big obvious gravel spot right on the pylon like i don't think you get a more blatant spot than that and i just thought that ain't for me do you think that was a difference in you doing well and maybe not as well as what you could have done? Uh, 100%, yeah. Just changing them spots, fishing different features. Um, there's a nice silt spot to the right-hand side aiming towards the red container. Like, I could go there now. I don't I don't even think I'd have to wrap out to land back on them spots if they were still there, obviously. I think I could just put a lead straight on them. It was, it was that in tune. I just, yeah, those spots were rocking. You proper click with the place, didn't you, as well? Yeah, I'd fill it in. Um, made some good friends there as well. Um, a lot of people know a bloke called Jason Marsh. It's a bit naughty, really, but Jason would quite often bucket the swim for me. I was only working up the road, and, yeah, by the time I got there, I'd um, drop my gear off straight in the swim, and I'd walk round to him. I, he always fished the swim um, called Little Suicide. And um, I take his bucket back to him. I always stayed away from that area, and he's sort of stayed away from mine. But the um, the main advantage for me is like if pe the people that know him, he's there all the time. Yeah. And if he's not fishing, he's he's baiting. We're just having a walk. He literally lives two minutes away from the lake, so he spends every evening there. <laughs> I think his back garden's not too far from the lake, is it? No. So exactly, yeah. So he's a good one to get in with. It's he nice to have it. that little bit of respect for each other as well, isn't it? I think you listen to other things like what we're doing now and a lot of people say about there is no respect in it anymore. I think there is. I think it's just you've got to find those places. Yeah, it's just, it's just the right people, yeah. And, um, yeah, I think you find the right people on the lake. They can help you and you can help them. I don't think he was interested in catching Scraggly as a particular fish. I'm sure he's already caught it many times. It's, it, it comes out quite often, but... um. Yeah, I think. Yeah, what do you think it is? Three, four times a year? Capture? Yeah, maybe more, some years. It um, tends to do a rebound, doesn't it? It'll get caught once and then it'll go yeah, a couple and of weeks come and out, come out again. Come out within a week after I had it. Someone had it down the leg. Um, uh, it does like to do that rebound capture. So go into the into the session where obviously you've had a, a, you've had a few fish before going into that. It's, it's a lake full of commons. There is... Would you reckon there? I know they've put a few stockies in now, but yeah, stockies now. But I think, to my knowledge, Scraggly was the only original mirror left. Yeah. Um, the rest are all stockies. The linears are stocky. 
it looks nice, but it's because it's in a lake full of commons. It just seems special, but it's your typical VS linear that you could catch yeah. in any lake, really, but it just looks good. It's taken on the colours of the, in that lake, all the weed, gin clear water. It is very, very clear as well, isn't it, right times of year? Yeah, definitely. So those fish do take on, that, like the commons, they take on a nice nice dark chestnut oak sort of colour. And uh, Scraggs is a little bit different than anything else in there, isn't she? Yeah, definitely. It's or a special fish, right? Was, whether whether she's still in there, we're not too sure. But I did yeah. see a, I don't think it was last year, I think it was a year before, Corey was fishing the beach and I had a drone up. And uh, it was just over the back of Corey's spot from the beaches. Yeah, that yeah. weed bed that he was fishing to, and it's over the other side. Tucked in the weed bed. And she was there. That was her, 100%. She was a silvery grey thing. It's the only thing like it in the lake. You couldn't have mistaken it. No. It's either small mirrors or that one big mirror, really. Yeah. And it was way too big to be anything small, mate. Me yeah. and Corey looking at, the, looking at the camera on the drone. Oh, it's her, it's her. He's going, I'm going to have it. He's dancing around. So I was waiting for a phone call in the evening to go and do some photos. And... Uh, got a text in the morning saying it didn't happen so and I, I don't know if I'm not saying I'm the last one to have seen her or we were the last ones to have seen her but I'm not sure of anyone who's seen it since so no you get your usual rumours from the club ticket people I think they just want to sell the tickets really yeah. uh, keep an income coming for their club which is fair enough but yeah, yeah it will be sad if she's gone she's um Definitely one of the last special ones round round this way for sure. Yeah, I mean, some people say it was like 40, 50 years old, so it was around for a long time anyway. She was already up against it with her age, but let alone the otters that were on the lake as well. Yeah, she dodged them for a long time, mind, didn't she? Yeah, definitely. And then obviously um, with the cell being pushed through for um, High Bridge Angling to take over Wall Row, it meant that it freed up some money and then Bridgewater Angling finally fenced their lake. Whether it's too late or not, we'll find out. But mm. I don't see much of the big commons coming out at all either. Um, we got the one that Leon Mir had. Someone had that not long ago. Is that the perch, perch common? Uh, that one's in there. And then there's another oh, really the nice one. Um, yeah, someone had that not so long ago. Uh, yeah, I've, I fished there when I was, oh, I reckon, I must have been 13. And I'm I'm 32 now. So that's where I sort of really cut my teeth on with the carp fishing side with my dad. Yeah, and uh, Scraggs was in there then. So yeah, my dad fished it before that. She was in there then. So, so, I mean, I don't obviously know, but like you said, everyone says between forty, fifty, maybe even sixty, doesn't it? Yeah, years old. It's called um, obviously, the name Scraggly is like Scraggly Tail, wasn't it? But I think back in the day it used to be called Big Grey, and then they had a Little Grey as well. Yeah, I caught the Little Grey. Yeah, the Little Grey was a nice one as well. Yeah, it was. Um, it was my PB for a little one. It's seventeen pounder. Yeah, off the, off nice. the top on Little Suicide. I worked with a couple of people that used to fish it back in the day. Um, yeah, and I know, obviously, a couple of older blokes that used to fish it as well. Yeah, so uh, we'll go back to the to the day, or to the session, because it was, that was one of the good sessions you had on there, wasn't it, when you, you managed to sort of finally get hold of her? Yeah, so it was just usual, get there after work on a Friday. Um, got all three rods out, plenty of bait, as I always did in there. They do love the bait. Um the rod went out for very long and the first take was a bream. Redone the rod and then an hour or so later on um, that evening on a Friday night I had a bite, slow take. Um not going to play it up to be like as if I knew what it was but it did. Um, it was a slow take. Felt different. Got her in. 
my head torch was dead. But um, it was a big moon that night, and um, I'm pretty sure, like, obviously, when you net a common in the dark, you can see like that shiny bit from the reflection of the moon, and I just I knew straight away it wasn't a common, and I, in my head, I thought, that's that's it, like, and um, so yeah, I've had to use my phone light because my head torch was dead, hanging over the water, shine the light in, and then yeah, there she was in the net. Um, I did um done that usual shouted out um big shout out and then a couple of people hear me down the leg one of them being jason dibble he said what have you got and i said big mirror <laughs> i said it's scraggly um yeah so i had that made a f obviously a group call to the lads because we got a fishing chat um they answered I think Sam and Corey might have been fishing in Birmingham that weekend as well. I'm pretty sure Sam had a, I think they called it the Tiger, Tiger Common. Tiger yeah, Common, the Tiger yeah. Common uh, that night as well, or it might have been the next night. But yeah, so... Um, it was that weekend, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a good weekend all around. I think a few people had some nice fish. Um, and then, so Leon Mir and Jamie Moxie came out and done some pictures for me. Jamie brought out a bottle of um champagne wrote on there this one's for scraggly or something i can't remember exactly word for word but nice little touch isn't it? yeah it was a nice touch yeah done some photos um and then the next morning was just absolute carnage so obviously i went i left on the sunday morning so throughout the saturday and the sunday i had another 10 more bites um one of them being the Cuttail Common, which is a special common in there. Is that a 30 pounder? Yeah, there's another 30. 30 pound two, I think. They were both spawned out, Scraggly and Cuttail, but it didn't matter really. How big did Scra Scraggs go? She was 30 pound bang on. 30 pound? Yeah. Um, so yeah, and then I lost one fish. And yeah, on the braid, obviously, you know what it's like. It just tore off through the weed bed straight out of the back and had the hook pull. I was a bit gutted, but yeah not too not too disappointed part of what you do <laughs> yeah. part of fishing with braid in it but once you've had those two 30 pounds well yeah the oldest one in the lake that everyone goes there for and one of the, the better commons in i mean world. local as well bridgewater area you it's we haven't got loads of lakes around here i've got special fish like that yeah, so i obviously we're not, we're not too blessed around this way are we? we've got to travel no. a little bit if you want something nice but so i obviously had the 11 bites um and then I packed up on the Sunday because I wanted to go home and watch England, Italy. That was the Euros final, which we lost. Having known that now, I probably would have stayed. And I, stayed. I, I, I genuinely think I could have hit another 10 fished it. It was mental. I, I've got pictures on my phone of um, where fish has showed and my barrow is packed up and I took a picture and then there's a fish come out on the spot and things like that. It was, yeah, they were there that they weekend. They were definitely there, mate, weren't they? Yeah. But what a session that was, and uh, did that end your time on there? Or I actually went back for another night or two after that, and um, I had another good hit. I can't remember exactly how many I had, but um, yeah, I I had... Um, that was double figures as well, wasn't it? Yeah, it was clo I think it was close to 10 fish, but um, they, they kept it quiet that they had put a few stockies in. There's a lot of the um, old school lads on there, that they don't like the stockies going in and stuff, but... It's just part of the party. They've got to do it. They've got to introduce some new fish. And um, yeah, I had a little mirror and I was just like, where the hell's that come from kind of thing. 
um pretty little thing and yeah it, it had big shoulders on it i think it'd be a big fish in a few years if it survives yeah hopefully a few of them stockies are sort of getting on a little bit now and uh i know jamie's had that linear any so yeah and it, it looked good when he had it did, like i was it? saying it is like the vs linear like you see them everywhere but in in that lake and it's taken on the colors it does look really nice it's a nice fish yeah it could um that'll be the first thing i think i'd buy them for on the lottery coming yeah I yeah. generally think it, I think that'd be before I pay my mortgage off. Yeah, lovely I'd, late. I'd go and buy it. Mm. But so that one takes us to the end of of your Cummich story. We've got a. So me and you spent a little bit of time on an estate lake, didn't we? Not yeah. too far from here. No. And uh, there's some special fish in there as well, isn't there? We we said that we're not blessed with fish around this way, but yeah. between those two places, I think they they probably hold about as good as it gets, don't they? Yeah, it's a stunning little lake, isn't it? Definitely. Um, it's only yeah. small. Yeah, just a, I think it's about an acre and a half and that, something yeah, like that. So. Um, yeah, there is some special fish in there. And because of the size of it, socials-wise, mate, it's it's brilliant and that you can't have many better socials than down the estate lake. Yeah, definitely, mate. I think we had the best days of it as well, didn't we? It was it was a bit unknown, wasn't it? Corey and Sam sort of stumbled across it, didn't they? Yeah, Corey and, and Sam were the first ones to get on there. Um, Me and you jumped on quite quickly after, didn't we? Yeah, well... Corey and Sam being on there, funny enough, is when I had my first fish. Um, they were both fishing. Um, I popped down to see them after work, and they're saying, get your rods out. You're going to have a bite or two tonight. Because um, you can buy day tickets online for there. Um, I was having an iron for ages, and then I think um, I think Corey might have had a bite. So I thought, yeah, stuff it. I'm going to get my gear from the van. I think I paid the six pound online or whatever it was to fish it for the evening. Um, Corey's had a bite, and it was uh, one of the A team, Baby Choco, and then Sam was on my right, so I went in between them both um, in a swim called Middle Island. And um, Sam on the right in Willows, he had um, the big scaly, and then I was I was just like. Well, I was gobsmacked when my rod started screaming. And I think me and Sam was playing the fish at the same time, and I ended up catching Spike, which is one of the A team. So that was my first fish from there. That's a proper lever as well, isn't it? That one? Yeah, like such a nice old carp, really nice. Um, I think that one goes over thirty pound now as well. So yeah, yeah. I think it does, mate. I think yeah, it's I've really nice. A couple of times coming out just over thirty pound now. So yeah, but I, I I do think we had the best times of it down there, mate. It was quiet when it was sort yeah. of left, left to it. I know it, it didn't. For both of us, it didn't end too well down there, but... No, no, for both of us, yeah. There was I plenty am. of fun in between, wasn't there? Yeah, I sort of got kicked off and made a couple of comments on Facebook, as I normally do, and um, it was around COVID time, and it wasn't reopening. This was when we was in lockdown, but you was allowed to travel a certain distance. The lake was within my distance. I could... um, It would have just been nice to get out of the house, mate, and go and do a bit of fishing, and... Uh, Taunton Angling weren't allowing it to reopen. Um, they sort of said Monsal was still shut and they weren't allowing people onto the um, onto the premises, which the reason why I put my comments on Facebook is because I was actually paid to get married there. So I knew they was open because we was having wedding meetings and stuff, you know. I know people were working there because I was visiting the place. Yeah. Um, I think it's more a case of maybe people didn't want to go out. It was weird times during COVID, but yeah, I, I only made the one comment just saying it's a joke, it should be open, we're allowed to fish local. And I was basically told not to return. Yeah, it was, um, didn't get much of a chance, mate, did you, after that? No, but 
me being me, I did return and I had another special common in a really misty morning and um, I've not been back since, but uh, there is one fish I'd never caught, it's called the tiger fish and I think um, if I ever appealed it, I would have won it because it was yeah, removed for no reason and that chairman's now actually left the club. I think they've all left, didn't they? Yeah, I think they had a complete turnover of um, new management and stuff, but yeah, the tiger fish, for people that don't know the fish, just picture a a tiger basically its colors unbelievable carp one that evaded me the whole time i was there i've seen a couple of people catch it i had the mug i had one eye one eye's hard one to catch i think that's the one people join for in it really one eye yeah i make luke's there he's fishing there now he's trying to catch that one but um yeah it can be a tricky carp to catch but i caught it on a single white pop-up on the shelf of an island casting at a show so same as me i mean yeah same as crook it's um you were there when i caught it actually weren't you? yeah you was there when i caught it yeah. it was not <laughs> so it's mad really i think i don't even think that was two weeks apart and they don't normally do very many captures so no i think that thing does like one a year maybe yeah, one two maybe i don't know if i'm out of turn saying one a year but i don't really remember it coming out too often no i think moxie had it at his best condition Little James had it looking quite nice as well, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, no, it was a really nice fish. But we both had it on the white pop-ups, me and you, didn't we? Yeah, that tiger fish is the best looking one, though, and uh, without doubt. Yeah, I did manage that tiger fish. I think it was the 22nd of December. Proper, right. like, missed morning. Time to catch it as well. Yeah, it was, um, it was back before we were sort of too into, like, nice, decent photos. We were just rattling them off as quick as like we could. It was buzzing, you had the fish in that. But Corey done a done a good job of a misty morning of uh, of some shots of that for me. Yeah. But definitely, uh, I think it's, well, I don't know how big it was. I think it was twenty four, twenty five pound when I had it. Was it? Yeah. But that one goes, goes over thirty now. It's low unbelievable. Thirty two, thirty three. You can go now. I think. Yeah, I think it is low thirties, isn't it? Yeah. I um yeah, but yeah, it was a really nice little lake. Um, it's told from the beginning you'll never catch a carp off the surface in this lake and stuff. I'm like, yeah. That to me just had to prove people wrong, and um, yeah, I had a few fish off surface, but everyone was trying to use dog biscuits, but a bit of bread, mate, it never failed, and I had a few fish out of the shallows using yeah, that. You did have a, I think you had probably more than a few, wasn't it? Come the end. Yeah, yeah, they they always held up in that shallow corner, obviously in the summer as they do, and yeah, just a bit of bread straight on top of their head, and they some of them couldn't resist it, mate. They were just all over it. They're not they're not small fish either, are they? It's only a it's only a small lake, but there was a couple of thirties in there when we fished it, weren't there? Yeah, I think the stock would probably be around about fifty fish, wasn't it? And, um, yeah, I think so. They, I never caught anything under a low double, but a low double was a small fish for there. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think that fully that little fully that I had was probably the smallest one I had. And I think that was probably like fifteen, sixteen pounds. Yeah. And it wasn't like you had a few of them. It, that was a one-off, wasn't it? Yeah, but you you picture um, the estate lake that Terry Hearn fishes in the videos. It's, the fish look like that, but it's obviously on a smaller scale. It's a very small little lake, but um, yeah, they're just old special fish, the same as that estate lake. They've been in there for a long time, and um, Is that like yeah. old English looking fish in it. Yeah, it'd be nice to get some spawn from there and definitely introduce it into some other lakes because you could bring on some nice fish. Yeah, definitely, mate. There's a there's a few in there that sort of passed when we were. I think that was me and you again, wasn't it? When MIA was, fu- we found MIA, didn't we? Yeah, that that was a really big target for me. That one, I I did like that fish. I've always been a fan of a linear, um, mate. Yeah, and that one was nice. Hence the name. It didn't come out very often. Sort of the, the name MIA missing in action. It was um, 
I was lucky enough to to have that one as well. To be fair, just probably not too long before. Yeah, yeah. I think it's probably one or two had it after me. I think. Yeah, I grabbed your landing net that day, didn't I? And I scooped it up. Yeah, you did, mate. I think yeah. I'd buy a new landing net. It stank. Oh yeah, I got rid of that one quite quick. That fish was obviously dead and bloated and took on the water and stuff. It was over forty pound. It was <laughs> yeah, it was heavy. So heavy, and yeah, we it it obviously been dead a couple of days, wasn't it, or maybe yeah. a week. The chairman so, come down and buried it, didn't he? Yeah, it floated back to the top, and uh, Jack was casting a lead over the top of it just to sort of get it in, weren't we? To try and get it out of the water. I didn't know what it was, obviously, at the time when it was out in the middle of the lake. Yeah. Got it in, and uh, Jack decided to just grab my landing net and scoop it up. And as we picked it up, it's sort of like oozing out the. Well, I wasn't going to grab my own. It was like a cheese grater running through the uh, mesh of the landing net. Yeah, yeah it wasn't very nice. Very no. smelly. But we, um, <laughs> that was probably a bit of a gutting day, though, wasn't it? Because that was one that you wanted. Yeah. Yeah, it was. I caught one eye that day, actually. It was, wasn't it? Yeah. Caught it a couple of hours later, so. Yeah. It's quite weird how we were sort of there for each other's captures of that, wasn't it? Mm. Yeah, it was. So I remember when I had it, Jack uh, netted it for me, looked in it, dropped the net, laughed, walked off. And I'm like, where's he off? I've had a look in the net. He's going to get his camera. I thought he was having a tantrum, so he's, he's walked off. So I've looked in there and I was like, oh, it's a floppy tail mirror that I've already had a couple of times. And uh, he said, flip it over. So flipped it over in the net. You could obviously see it's called one eye because it's got one eye. Yeah. And uh, yeah, Jack's come back, done the shots. I think it was two weeks, wasn't it? Did two, because th- we didn't fish the weekend after, did we? No. And then was it three weeks? No, it was definitely two, within the two it? weeks. Yeah, I caught it obviously two weeks after you. And um, yeah, we both had it sort of spawned out, didn't we? But it's, for for a spawned out fish, it was in really yeah, good it still looked very good. But there was um, we 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 uh, definitely enjoyed the summer socials and the evenings there with a couple of beers, didn't we? And getting the boys down for a takeaway that wasn't too far away. So it was it was quite a nice place for us when it was ours, wasn't it? Yeah, definitely, sort of, yeah. No one else was really there. It was just it was just a bit of us. But we, um, yeah, like we said, that ended um, a bit abruptly. Yeah. So we'll go on to our yearly social that we have now. So our yearly social is the only real time now we get to see each other in it apart from obviously we have our France trip which is another one but our yeah we've not been France for a couple of years though but yeah our yearly Sandhurst, Sandhurst social is the one in it Sandhurst yeah the boys yeah. always look forward to it they're always buzzing about it there's a bit of bit of chat going on for a couple of weeks before isn't there yeah you ain't mates when you arrive there on that day no you're not nah. what mates you see window, is what you it? see and that's it yeah yeah we'll be stood in a swim and uh, for those of you who know Sandhurst there's a couple of like favoured pegs and if we're stood in there and see a fish and someone will be like oh do you see that down in peg one and it's it's, it's out in front of somewhere else in there yeah just, there's a few games get played in there yeah definitely uh jamie moxie sorts it every year for us he's got it booked up every time yeah he does well with that doesn't he yeah i've got two trips there this year march and august i'm looking forward to them definitely be a big fishing there in march mate yeah i've not i've not been fishing obviously much lately but I think if you're ever going to go somewhere and catch something to make up for the yeah, missed time that you've not been going, it'd be Sanders. And it'd definitely be you to catch it as well, wouldn't it? I think. Yeah, I'll try my best, mate. Jack's, uh, you do tend to have a couple of the good ones, don't you? Yeah. Um, Pinhead is a standout one, obviously. Um, well, yeah, that's still my PB now. £40 two, 
and uh, yeah, I was blown away when that one went in the net. That's Connor, class, big up Connor out in the out in the um, out in his shorts up to his neck, netting that fish for me because it would come in with obviously a massive ball of weed. Anyone that's fish sanders knows that's a weedy lake, and um, I fished little suicide, and I think it it's must have been the weediest time. It was mental in there, but. Yeah, managed a few bites. I think I had three and lost one in the time that we was there. Being topped off by Pinhead, obviously. Yeah, it was... Uh, I, I always feel like it means a little bit more when all the boys are there to sort of share it with you as well. Yeah, definitely. Everyone wound in and came round, didn't they? And yeah, I sort of... Net, well, Connor net that fish for me. Um, might sound a bit cliche, but I reeled my rods in. I knew what was in the net. I went off to the portaloo and I was being sick and everything. And I as obviously... You picture walking back from Little Suicide around the car park swims and everything. It's telling everyone, I said, I've got a PB over there in the net. As I'm walking back around there, winding in, they walk around with me and come and do photos and everything. Um, but yeah, the the build-up to catching it actually was, well, the night before I caught it, I nearly went home. Like, Which um, we found quite funny, but at the time, mate, you... You're not you're not uh, the calmest of people, are you? No, definitely not the calmest. <laughs> no, but um, little background story. Basically, ordered um, obviously, bit fishing somewhere like Sanders, you've got access to absolutely everything on Deliveroo. It's brilliant. I love it. Um, I ordered, I ran out of backy. Um, you have to pay way over the odds to get backy um, delivered, like on Deliveroo. I think I paid about thirty pound for a pouch of backy. Um, couple of cans of Red Bull and things like that. Um and the my mate Sam was fishing in the car park swim, obviously right next to the gate. So I've rang him, I said, When my delivery cut turns up, can you take it for me as the code? Um and the thing is he knew what I had ordered because he had sent me the money over to order him a pouch of backy as well. So when he accepted the order and gave the code over for a microwave meal, which was carbonara Right, it was a couple of fake pods, and I can't remember what juice it was. It was like Ribena or something like that. Was so ice cream as well, I think Sam took on took about a ten pound delivery, and um, the delivery driver drove off with about eighty quid's worth of goods, and uh, was absolutely fuming. But it didn't end there when we um. Sam kept the ice cream, didn't he? Yeah, Sam kept the ice cream <laughs> that came with it as well. <laughs> he was, was quite happy with that, wasn't he? Yeah, that was. I mean, that was such a hot weekend as well. Um, it was, wasn't it? And you all had sunburn over that side, didn't you? Yeah, it was bad. Then we wound in that evening and um, we went round to the island swims where Larson and that were fishing. Um, ordered an Indian. I think about seven or eight of us had an Indian on that side of the bank. And then <laughs> the delivery comes and guess who's um, Indian ain't in the bag? <laughs> Mine. I've had to go then. I, I've I've had to, I've started losing my head. I've I've walked out the gates. I've walked into the town. I've gone and bought a pizza and everything. Um, yeah, I got a pizza, I've which was some... quite nice for you. Said actually, wasn't it? <laughs> so I was banging pizza, <laughs> but yeah. Um, yeah, I got the pizza, the jalapeno bites. I come back. Um, I was fuming. I, I was dead set on not fishing anymore. I said I I want to go home. Like you were gonna go, weren't you? Yeah, I was gonna go home. I even sat in with Sam and that then we laughed about him taking the delivery like the wrong one. I had a couple cans with him. I walked back round to my swim then and I think I had a quiet word with myself and uh, basically I um put a load of spoms out, 
I filled it in. I thought, like, it's now or never. I'm filling it in. All or nothing kind of thing. Yeah. And um, the three rods went out. And, like, half cut after drinking round there, like, trying to calm myself down. Like, they couldn't have gone any better, really. Then, yeah, the next morning, I had that bite. And um, it was Pinhead. But we had had the drone up as well, which we obviously had permission for, being next to the barracks down there. Um, and I think they called it the white tip common. Yeah, we've seen it. Is it coy? That one was over my spot. It was And, um, yeah, I thought, well, it could be that because it was a big fish. And I brought it in, obviously, as pinhead. And then the very, I I don't know how long after it was, I had another bite. And it was a big fish. I've seen it surface up behind the weed bed. And, um yeah, the hook pulled unfortunately on that one, and I was a bit gutted. But yeah, left, went away from there with a new PB and done a front flip in the lake. Um, yeah, just made the trip really. I think it made the trip for most people, to be honest. I think we were more buzzing for you because of what had happened. So Jack left a little bit out. He was uh, having a bit more of just a tantrum. We were watching him through the binos, <laughs> and. Uh, no one was brave enough to to say anything to Jack. We were all having a little giggle on the other side of the lake. He was uh, <laughs> really not best pleased, mate, were you? And uh, when, he, when he had the message go in the chat, everyone's wound in and gone round. We actually filmed it, to be fair. It's one of our earlier videos on YouTube. Yeah, it's on YouTube. The, uh, the drone footage is a little bit erratic, isn't it, where we'd not filmed it before. We'd only really used it yeah. for spotting before. And uh, you can see that fish over Jack's spot and then... Uh, yeah, the the front flip in the lake, which you said you were going to do on the way up if you had a 40, didn't you? Yeah, Corey, basically, I was basically talking to Corey, and I said, if I catch a 40-pounder, so I'm going to front flip in the lake, which obviously kindly reminded me when I when we put our pinhead up on the scales. Unfortunately, again, spawned out at a low weight of 40 pound two. I was still buzzing a bit, but if you know that fish, it goes like 45, 46 pound. I do remember Corey saying, oh, Jack, you're so unlucky, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you say you're so unlucky, but to me, I wasn't unlucky. I was buzzing with it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it would have been nice been like forty-seven pound. Don't get me wrong, but yeah, but yeah it, was, it was. I think the the moment, like the the term class, gets thrown around quite a lot, doesn't it? But it was class on it. Yeah. Everyone it was. was there. Everyone had wound in. We'd all gone round. Jack straight into his pants, and he's done a front flip straight into the lake. Leon's obviously got a lot of it. Um. On his on his camera, didn't he? Yeah. And uh, someone decided to not press record on his camera. Yeah, you. Yeah, yeah me. The Jack whole bucketing thing and everything. And um, yeah, I Crook got it on the GoPro, didn't I? But Crook never recorded it. He never pressed start. I was a bit gutted to be honest. But I have got some obviously some still photos of um the buckets going over my head, but never got it on video. <laughs> yeah, I think I've got it on my GoPro. Yeah, I think it is on there still because it's in the film, isn't it? So I must have had it. Yeah, not too sure. I'll have to find it out for you. But yeah, that was that was definitely probably I I'd say probably the best moment of our Sanders trips altogether, wouldn't you? Yeah, definitely. Um Grubby's Common was obviously another special one. Yeah, that, I wasn't that, there for that one. That was a nice fish as well. That it? was unreal, yeah. I I'd love to catch common like that. Um but yeah, back there in March and then again in August. March would be Well, I don't actually know the date of my stag due in March yet. Everything's a secret to me, but um You've only found out where you're going because your old man slipped up after a few boots. Yeah, he you? slipped up on Boxing Day and told me where I'm going. I know there's 34 lads going, so it's going to be a bit carnage. So, yeah, a bit of fishing, being nice. Um, and I know the 34 one. lads are going and it is going to be carnage. Yeah, so, yeah, nice um, mellow fishing trip before we get married in April would be nice. And 
hopefully a nice fish chucked in as well. That yeah. armadillo wouldn't be too bad, I'll take that. I've seen that, mate. Beeves had it when we went on the mainline trip, mate, and that yeah. was, he braced that with noises. Yeah, that is a special fish. I've seen noises on the fish, bank. I've seen Sprague have that. He didn't even know what he had caught either. That was the worst part. And the bailiff that was there as well didn't even know what fish it was either. No way. Nuts. Yeah. We've got quite a good relationship with the bailiffs, haven't we? They come round and they have a chat, don't they? Obviously, you come and check your carp care and all your... Yeah, they're, they're all sound, out. aren't they? I've never had any... Well, I had someone chucking a wee break in on the last morning of, the, of our last trip, but they're allowed to start fishing, so he was just clearing his spot to yeah. get started. And uh, they might have fair, ruined... They've been, the, been good with us, haven't they? Yeah. Definitely. Let us use the drones and that, obviously, like you said, the, the army... Is it the army base? Yeah, because... Sandos Army Barracks is right next to it, isn't it? So, yeah, yeah you got to get permission, and they allowed us. So, And it made some, for some good viewing as well, didn't it? Yeah, definitely. And, and uh, we we did have a trip there last summer. Yeah. And yep. got some, well, from the drone, obviously, we got some really nice footage. But unfortunately, I've managed to corrupt the cards. I'm not really too sure um, how. I'm not painting myself in great light here either, am I, with the Sandos yeah. video? But, um,. No, it is a good little video to yeah, check it out on YouTube, it's good. Yeah, it's definitely uh, one of my Hell of a front flip, man. Not a bad front flip, is it? Yeah. Not a bad front flip. Shifted some water, I'll tell you that. Oh, it was so funny. <laughs> Lost a bit of weight now, though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you have. I can tell yeah. by looking at you. Yeah. That healthy dog. Healthy, healthy dog. Eating that. On, is it? Yeah. But, uh, so that's Sanders, and obviously we got, we got another trip. You Well, you've got one, obviously, before me. I'm not coming on the early one, but... Um, We've got our, our annual one in the, the summer Usual again. August one, yeah. Plenty of barbecues, takeaways and that, yeah. Yeah, your dad sorts us right out with the meat then. Well, he did, didn't he? Obviously, yeah, he was a butcher. Yeah, he's retired he now. He was a butcher, so we did get sorted out before. Um, but we'll, we'll get hold of something, that's yeah. for sure. I'm sure we'll always sort something out, mate. We fill it, don't we? Was there 13 or 14 of us go? Yeah, not too many, is it? It keeps um, means there's plenty of space. Um, we don't move swims or nothing. Just gives the fish a bit more freedom and gives us more space between each other. Yeah. It keeps them moving around, doesn't it? Yeah, definitely. And I, I think last year, I don't know how many bites we had amongst us all. It was a, it was a, a lot, wasn't it? Yeah. I don't think there was many people that didn't catch. And the ones that did catch, there was a few PBs thrown in as well. Yeah. Ed Nurkham had a PB, didn't he? I think he did, yeah. Um, yeah, it was a good trip. I vaguely remember... Yeah, that was yeah. I had that lever, didn't I? The thirty-four lever. Yeah, I don't want to. Um, I wanted to make sure I didn't forget. Um, Corey kicking the tree as well. He lost a couple oh of fish. Oh God, what a donut on it. He was yeah. He was crying for a couple of days. He thought he had broke his ankle or something. Was yeah, that the pinhead? was the pinhead trip, wasn't it? Yeah, from suicide, from little suicide, looking straight across the lake as well, and seeing him little kick pipes, that tree. Ah, uh, little pipe. Little sorry. Pipes. Um, yeah, watching him kick that tree was quite funny. Because Corey was using Jamie's rod, wasn't he? Mm. And uh, did he lose two on the bounce? I'm not sure. I think it was two. I remember um, him losing at least one, and I'm sure he lost another one. And uh, we're in the swim with him. Or I, you were on the other side, weren't you? I was, I was fishing next to him, so I was in the swim with him. And all of a sudden, everything's just gone slack. The fish has gone. The rod's turned into a javelin. It's gone absolutely flying. He's turned around, kicked the tree that's in the bank... And he's, I think straight away he's realised what he's done. He's hobbled off. And uh, and he's realised it was Jamie's rod that he threw. Yeah. Jamie so he, stood there. He's obviously he's fishing. In yeah, next, Jamie next was fishing door. the other side of him, <laughs> wasn't he? And he was like, oh, Jay, I'm so sorry. Half oh, his broke, I'll pay for it. 
I think it's more worried about his ankle come the end, wasn't he? Yeah, little princess. He cried <laughs> on his bed chair for about two days after that. <laughs> he and, did yeah, struggle, didn't he? Barely seen him. I'm not sure what you prefer, uh, what you enjoyed most with that or Pinhead. I uh, probably am um, crying, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. You two have always had a little bit of a rivalry going, haven't you? Yeah, you definitely. Corey, yeah. But I did wind him up via. Yeah, he was um, he was having a giggle at you through the binos, mate, as well. When you uh, yeah, when you when you take away, it's just a bit of payback, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah, I've, yeah, I didn't mention when that when that um delivery obviously come. I've launched it. I've, I was pissed right off, and um, the <laughs> the carbonara pot landed in the water, so I was there with a spawn rod for for a long time trying to drag it back through the uh, weed, and I managed to get it in. I was crying, mate, watching you do that. Yeah. I managed to video you from my phone through the binoculars. And uh, I'm sure you've seen it by now, but it was it was quite funny, mate, from where yeah, we were sat. Anyway. I've seen that. Um, when, when I had Pinhead as well, um, before I put the rod back out, uh, Connor Watts was next door to me. He was in pipes, obviously. I was in little pipes. And um, it was funny. Me and Ed were stood in my swim, and I was messing around, pretending I had a fish on. I was holding the lead in my hand, as you do, going... Connor, Connor, I'm in, like that. And with that, the rods just snapped clean in half, right on right on the joint. I couldn't believe my eyes, mate. And Connor's come running down to my swim, and he's gone, what's happened, what's happened? And I've, I've got the rig in my hand, obviously. But after catching that 40, I was just I was just laughing. I've, I've seen the funny side of it, to be honest. I think it's a good job you did catch that 40, innit? Can you yeah. imagine if that had happened without <laughs> that fish? Someone would have died, mate. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. I think it would have been Corey or Connor, it? funny. Yeah, I've got a video of that, actually. A little, I don't know who, t- who videoed it. You'll have to add it on to something so people can see it and see what we're I'll try and overlay about. it onto this on YouTube. And, yeah, uh, it was funny. But I've never seen that before and I've not seen it since either. Yeah. I've never seen a rod go like that before. No. So <laughs> funny, though. But Sanders isn't our uh, our busiest trip of the year, is it? So. No, not this year, no. You actually run our Crete social, don't you? You, you sort of organise it all. Yeah, started off, obviously... We just wanted somewhere where you could just drive to Dover and everything sorted for you. So the first time we went to Creek Lakes, um, there was only six of us. Good trip. Sam and Corey absolutely smashed Lake Three. I can't remember how many bites they had between them, but like they caught the majority of the fish out of all of the lakes that week. And um, I think I had twenty bites over on Lake Five. Um, we did. Yeah, we done really well. Um, and then. Our following trips, like like I said, we started off with six, and the next time we went was nine. Then there was fifteen of us, and this year when we go, there's twenty one of us or twenty two. I think we got the whole coach booked by ourselves, like so. You can imagine what kind of mess we're going to be in on the ferry and stuff. Well, you boys. Yeah, not you. You don't drink, do you? I'm the boring <laughs> one. Yeah, it'd be good. Um, it's nice when you just drive, drive. Obviously, we hire vans and that, don't we? From here, we drive to Dover, load it all loaded up, and then it's pretty plain sailing from there yeah a couple of higher vans and that and then that's how we do it and then just drive on up um and everything's taken care for you there's there's a lot of blab press about creek lakes at the minute online and stuff but we'd never found any problems with them um i think a week or two before we went once one of the years um they said there was gear stolen and stuff someone broke in through the fence to be honest, there was there was no evidence of holes in the fence or anything. That was next to where I was fishing, and I'm yeah. a massive fanny. I would not have fished there if I thought someone's gear had got nicked. No, I mean like the the lakes are surrounded by fields and fields. Like it's it's in the middle of nowhere, and I I just can't see. I think a lot of it's made up. 
some of some people obviously spend a lot of time and money into a France trip, and I think sometimes when they blank, they sort of take it out on the lake and the owners, and they try to make out as if it's a bad place, and it's not as special to us anyway. We've had some special times there. We have, and the bailiffs. To be fair, we'll give them a little um a little mention. They they've been brilliant with us, haven't they? Yeah, Miss Steve that used to fish there. He was um he was a good bloke, but yeah, the other bailiffs have been sound. Was it Steve, Matt, and Dell when we went on it? Yeah, when, when I came, I came on the on the on the third trip, I think it wasn't it. Yeah, so and um, a lad there called Ryan as well. He was sound. He's left now. I think most of the ba- there's been a big turnaround with the bailiffs and stuff, but I mean um, so a lot of people don't take into account when there's a turnover of bailiffs. Those bailiffs now have to learn the lakes. So if they can't help you as much as the previous bailiffs, it's because they've not they've not been working there for years. They they need to learn it yeah. to then teach you. Um, yeah, you're not an expert straight away, mate. No, you? You, yeah. I mean, they're there to do a job. They can't spend the, spend weeks and weeks walking around the lake, leading for features to then be able to tell you because there's people in them swims every day. It's a fully booked venue all the time. It's busy, isn't it? Yeah, we've had this booked for two years. We couldn't get over there last year. Um, When's the last time we went COVID, you, wasn't it? Yeah, COVID, I think. Yeah, COVID. No, when in 2021, I think. In 2022, I'll have to have a check. I can't remember, mate. I think that was the first year I came with you, wasn't it, when it was that, that yeah, trip? The, was that the last trip we done? No, I've done a trip after that. Um, COVID trip was when we had the Black Horse. <laughs> That's when I came. Yeah. That was the trip I came we to. We've done a following trip. Just, just go into that Black Horse a little bit more, mate, shall we? Yeah, so dangerous um, out on it. Basically, there used to be a pub on our local estate called the Black Horse, and it was a rough pub, and um, yeah, plenty of alcoholics and everything in there. Some characters, aren't there? Yeah. So when me and my dad got pulled out, of, pulled out of the draw, we've chosen Lake Three on Peg One, which is a special, special peg. Like it demands a lot, um, commands a lot of water on that lake. Well, it was at Lake One. Yeah, Lake One, Peg Three. Um, and yeah, anyone that knows my old man knows that he likes a beer and he can drink some beer. And um, I think, I don't know how many crates we was going through, but... There was a few. Yeah, you have to pass our swim to get to the toilets, get to the showers, to get to the... Everything. Um, the canteen, <laughs> everything. So if people from our group try to walk past they weren't allowed to walk past the, the rule was you had to have a beer you had to step in the black horse on it yeah you had to come into the black horse and basically i think some people would go to try and brush their teeth and have a shower and they'd be sat in a swim for three or four hours because it was roasting hot as well mm. and yeah everyone everyone would be hammered by the time they left the swim i don't think they even went for a shower after <laughs> kind of thing yeah Forgot why they went there yeah it was Definitely took some prisoners, mate, that swim, didn't it? Yeah. Definitely. I remember Luke Donnelly got too scared to end up going round. He was trying to walk on the grass, yeah. wasn't he? Not yeah, and he was trying to walk. If, um, I think if Lake 5 wasn't so big and it's such a long ball, I think people would have took the long ball, the long route so they didn't have to come past our swim because we was just hounding yeah. them to have drinks every time. It was funny. There's those little uh, little memories that make it a little bit more special, in it? But There was a few fish out that week, mine as well, weren't there? Yeah. Salmon Monsters. Lake 2. Sam, did Sam fish Lake 2? Uh, yeah, Sam fished Lake 2 that year. Um, he smashed it up, didn't he? Obviously, he got a picture as well. It was COVID. I think there was... Um, 
Was there 15 of us that year? Yeah, there wasn't as many. Was there 15 or 16? I'm not too sure. There wasn't many other people there, was there? No, there was only one other bloke on the bus. Um, and we sort of like let him come into our group. He like, was all right, wasn't he? Yeah, he was, yeah, he was quite a sound bloke. Um, but out of the 61 pegs that were on the complex, I think there was only about 20, 25 maybe taken. There was a couple of self-drives. Um, yeah, it was so quiet. It was brilliant. Yeah, with the travel restrictions, people didn't really fancy it, I think, wasn't it? No, and you had to get the vaccinations and all that kind of stuff. So um, obviously... We was there, um, plenty of room. So like Leon was on Lake Four, he had a double peg to himself as a as a single. Normally that's two people in there. Obviously, um, he done really well. He had Luke Donnelly, he was in another um, double swim, but to himself. Yeah, everyone had a good week. I struggled, mate. <laughs> yeah, I only had two fish. <laughs> yeah, but uh, what did Connor have? Connor had two sixties. Sixty one pound common, didn't he? No, that, that was... Was that, that the was, year before? Yeah, it was the year before. That wasn't uh, the COVID year. Some big fish there, though, isn't there? Like, Connor's braced, braced 61 pounders. Yeah, Connor had a 61 common, and he was so made up about it that his, his uh, next bite was a 61 mirror, and I think he'd done self-takes of it and slipped it back. Yeah, I think he did. <laughs> Mental, isn't it? Yeah. No, not many people would do that. But we... Uh, I, um, I think I fished late three... And Jake Paul was in the corner and he was he was having a few. Yeah, he done he smashed it, he did. And I struggled, there. mate. I didn't have a bite for the first three nights, so I'm panicking. First time in France, never been before, thinking, Oh, I've wasted all this money. Like everyone would if you Yeah. But you I think moved probably a couple of times, it. didn't you? It was yeah, lucky you had the freedom to do that because there wasn't many people there. Yeah, I think if, if it was full, mate, I would have really struggled. The fish just weren't in front of me. No. They were held up in a corner where Jake was sort of picking them off as they were coming in and out. So I've moved to late five. Corey's moved to late five as well. We had a little social. Yeah. Managed a 48. Yeah. Corey had a, uh, Corey had a couple of small ones and then we both moved again. I think I moved into 12 where Corey had come out of. Yeah. Two of our lads um had a bit of a fallout. So, and they were paired up together in peg 10 on lake one. So um, when one of them moved out, Corey got in there and I think he had about five fish in one night. He so did. he made up for his trip in that one night. I think he looked after some of Cooper's rods at some point. Yeah, I think he basically fished six rods. We had a we had a bloke there that wasn't too um too advanced, should we say? And yeah, he was there for the social side. More yeah, he's, he, there for he's the into his fishing, side. isn't he? But yeah, Corey basically done all the spawning for him, everything. Yeah, Corey was pretty knackered, but without yeah. Cooper there, though, mate, I don't think there would have been half as many laughs. Do you? He's no, a, he's, he's a yeah, bloke, he's, he? he's a character, isn't he? Definitely. Yeah, definitely is, mate. But Lake Lake One, obviously. Famous sort of monster cart videos and stuff like that in it, but yeah, they got the big ones. They got um, got up to eight five pound in there, don't they? And that's that, massive, isn't that it? was caught by a Devon bloke, wasn't it? Yeah, it's Kev, a massive, massive. His name's Kevin Hicks, something like that. He had an eight five pounder out of there. That's huge. I won't be able to pick it up, mate. No, <laughs> I'd have to lie down next to it with a catfish. Yeah, but um, you've you've had a a special capture from from that lake yourself, haven't you? Yeah, so that year in uh, peg three, I I chose the left hand side my dad had the right hand side I actually lost my first three bites three bites on the bounce I had all hook pulls um, so I was probably using a Ronnie rig or something like that it's, it it's usually my go to sort of thing smelly scent from hell pop up something really attractive um, yeah and I, because it's a barbless raw I was losing fish in the weed um, so I changed to a D rig and um I want to say I put about five kilo on one spot, something something like that, which 
It sounds a lot, but it's not a lot in France terms. Like they're big fish, they they soon clear that up. There's a few other bigger, uh, bigger fish in there as well, isn't there? So it's not going to take them long to get through that. No. So yeah, I, like I said, I lost three fish in a row. Uh, made the change rigs. Um, my dad's had a fifty-seven, I think. Yeah. It's in the net, and uh, my rod's gone at the same time. Once he, well, once he had netted his fish. Um. Sorry, no, his fish was in a sling, so we'd already weighed it. It's 57 pounds. We're going to do photos, but my rod's gone off, so I'm playing this fish. Um, bringing it in, like the uh, standard term, literally dead weight, just bringing in, well, um, it was 71 pounds. So you can imagine that it was like dragging in a bag of cement sort of thing. Um, yeah, got it in. Dad's trying to net it. You can't net it front on. It was too big, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, my net wasn't um, wide enough to take the fish, like, from the front uh, to the back. So he's had to net it sideways on, snap the first net, and then he's um, he's had to reattempt with the next net because <laughs> it just folded in half. So he, he's obviously netted it then, and um, it's... Yeah, just looking at the size of this fish and knowing my dad's is fifty-seven pound next to it, and this looks like it looks enormous compared to it. And I, yeah, I really wasn't, I wasn't prepared to, to hear seventy-one pound when the lads told me um, that once they weighed it, um, the first attempt was on scales that only went up to sixty pound. Obviously, as they as they pretty much standardly do. About to get another set of scales as well to come to get someone to come around and weigh them. Yeah. So bottoming out sixty pound scales, mate, not a bad, uh, not a bad effort, that. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty nuts, really. Um, yeah, the size of the fish, mate. Just looking at it, just unreal. Sort of thing you see on, like you said earlier, monster carp and things like that. Yeah, you don't expect to go and have a seventy pounder, mate. What, what what would you say realistic target is? 60, 50, 60? Yeah, but that's the thing. I've always wanted to catch a fifty pounder. There's you got to bear in mind this is my fourth time there, into France. Um, and my biggest before that was forty nine eight. Yeah. So, still not caught my fifty or sixty, but I'll take a seventy one. It's not a bad, uh, not a bad PV, mate, is it? No. And then um, the following morning, no, I think it was the same night. Sorry, um, I then had a thirty-four pounder, and it's just looked like a little stocking yeah. in comparison. Yeah, and when you see like these videos and that, and people are just like flopping back forty pounders, you sort of get it a bit, don't you? If you if you're used to catching sixty, seventy pounders, yeah, if you're used to catching that all the time abroad and stuff, but um, yeah, it's definitely and to catch it in the same swim with my dad and stuff, yeah, is good memory, one that stick with me forever. I remember the words as I was uh, lifting it. Cooper said, I'll quote him, he said, that's not a car, that's a fucking cow. Like, <laughs> it was ginormous, yeah. Mate, so you yeah. held it very well, didn't you, as, as for the photos as well? Yeah, yeah, I mean, you're not, you're, not a, you're not a weak lad, are you, but... No, but yeah, I picked them up, I just knew I had to get, like, it's a fish of a lifetime, you got to get good photos of it. Yeah, 100%, mate, I think the boy's done you, done you some dust just on the... Uh, yeah, Leon again, the Leon on the camera, mate, he's so good. Leon and Luke, they know what they're doing with the cameras. Yeah, um, they're the two that get the call, aren't they? Yeah, I've got a camera. I don't really know what I'm doing with it, though, to be honest. But No, I think <laughs> I do Leon's head in, mate. I message him, what, Leon, what that is? What do I yeah. need to do with it? That's what I'm like. They're both good as gold, mate. Especially, obviously, Luke's upgraded his as well now. He's yeah. Some, uh, yeah. Some serious kit now, hasn't he? So hopefully we can 
Hopefully, um, hopefully we can film this September. Big common would be nice. I'm gonna aim for Lake Two. That's where I want to fish. I fished there the last time we went. Then the trip following the seventy one, and um, I think I had a thirty four common and a couple other fish. Um, Sam was to my right in the court. Anyone that knows the pegs that uh, in the corners, they demand the massive wheat beds, and that's where the fish hold up ninety percent of the time. And yeah, he he had a fair few fish. Yeah, he's uh, Sam's the one that goes under the radar a little bit, mind, doesn't he? Yeah. In that group. He always gets a good draw as well, Sammy. Yeah, he, he does seems well. to catch a fish, doesn't he? Yeah. I um that year I drew out peg sixty one, which like I said earlier, that's where I fished my first year. I went to France and um just want feeding it in there and I moved the same day. I I moved out and then went over to next to Sam because he had already had a couple of fish and I just thought I don't even want to be on that lake. I wanna be on the lake that's got big commons. My chances of beating a seventy one pound mirror are very slim. It can be done on Lake One, but um, all that was left was bait boat only swims. I'm not into bait boating and no. stuff. Is is that the only lake you can beat that PB on? Then is Lake One? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I don't know of anything bigger in. They got a fish called Beer Mat in Lake Three. I think that can go uh, seventy plus right time of year. It's um, a nice fish as well, isn't it? Yeah, but I um, now nah, big common is what I'm interested in now, and I want to fish Lake Two to try and catch it. But then uh, the Lake Five's thrown out a couple now, so yeah. you never know. It's going to be luck of the draw in September. I so think it'll be a little bit different than the trip I went, mate, when there was only 20-odd pegs fished. And yeah. I think it's going to be carnage, but we're going to try and film it, aren't we? So Yeah, give it a go. I think it'd be good. Good insight to people that haven't been to France as well and stuff, and it can um, spur them on to go and do it, I think. Yeah, definitely. Because, I mean, I, I would never have gone if it wasn't for you boys sort of organizing that trip i don't think i might have by now but i don't think i'd have done that first trip with uh it's a lot no. of sorting out in it you, you take it on yeah is that it was all from that first trip really it was like me uh cory connor sam hearty oh, and then connor's dad mike it was talk about wanting to go to france and stuff and uh me being a impulsive kind of person as i keep mentioning i um just phone creek lakes up and booked it just booked for six people and I said you will owe me hundred pound and then paid it off and um yeah we just went for it mate and that's a good thing with creating it you sort of pay it off sort of you can pay it monthly or you can pay it yeah monthly, as long as it's paid up before you go isn't it yeah eight weeks before you go it'll be paid up and then yeah everything's sorted they send you out your luggage um passes and yeah job's done so was that you're allowed seven six eight items oh eight is it eight items yeah and to be um, fair, that doesn't sound a lot, does it, when you think what you take, but you you, no. you always have spare tags, don't you? Yeah, like in my shed at home, I've got France bags and I've got my normal bags. Obviously, France bags being massive. Uh, Extreme, aren't they? Nash XL bags and things like that. Yeah, so I can get everything in there. Um, I'm going to have to try and find mine. I've moved out since we've uh, yeah. been there. I think they might still be at my mum's. Buried somewhere. Yeah, I'm hoping so, mate, because they're not uh, cheap to get hold of, are they? No. But definitely um, definitely going to be one that we're going to all be very excited for. Obviously, it's it's the year of it already, and everyone's already talking about it, ain't they? So. Yeah, the, the group chat's sort of starting to come alive a little bit more now. It's been a bit quiet in there for a while, but... No, it's getting closer. It's Larson's first time as well in yeah. the fishing France. Yeah, I think there's a couple coming that's going to be their first time. Um, yeah. And obviously that that buzz when you catch fish over there, like you, 
you're used to trying to target a 30 pounder in this country and then you go over there and you're catching 40s and 50s for fun oh well, i don't i don't catch 50s but no you don't do you? Yeah, you're catching them for fun sort of thing that's that's a 40 mid 40 is like your average weight over there it's, it's like yeah. a 20 pounder over here isn't it yeah it's mad but it's um definitely one that we're all sort of looking forward to and uh we're gonna we're gonna probably wrap this up now because I know you've got a few things to go and do, haven't you? Yeah, up to the wedding venue this afternoon. Uh, go over some last few details, sort of thing. Um, yeah, I don't think I'll get out before the wedding, apart from that Sanders trip. But you got a lot to sort, haven't you? Yeah, I, I'd like to get back over the wharf. Obviously, I've got a wharf ticket still. Um, I do enjoy my time over there. However, driving there on a Friday after work is an absolute nightmare. And it's just something I never, ever look forward to. No. You normally buzz in to get drive to the lake. But when you start hitting that traffic on the M5, mate, it, it does your head in. I know a few um, of our boys have got the ticket on there, haven't they? And they all say the same thing. Yeah. But, but we'll um, we'll definitely get Interesting place. To we'll touch on that. that place another time. I've got some stories about there. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you have, mate. Everyone who seems to have fished there has got some stories there. But yeah. we'll, um, we'll definitely get you back in for that one. Yeah. But um, we will keep you updated with the charity hoodies because we want to do as much as we can for that. And uh, thanks very much for your time, mate. And we'll yeah, catch up with you soon. Spot on, mate. Thank you. Cheers, Speak mate. to you soon.